0: Former Boston Bruins fan favorite PJ Stock Now does a little hockey analysis north of the border But we like to talk hockey with him from time to time And he joins us right now Hey PJ, how you doing? I'm great guys, thanks for having me on Thank you Hey, we were just having this uh, discussion slash argument here a moment ago (laughs) Who who has the most pressure in Game 7? The Bruins or the Leafs?
1: Um, that's a good question. You know, I'm going to put some on Toronto uh, because of uh, the way they've been built. They've got, got Tavares. They're really uh, up against the financial cap um, this year and what's going to happen with a lot of their players. The, the I, I think the pressure that the media has put on them, um, it's going to be inter- interesting to see, you know, the first 10 minutes of, of that game. And pressure Boston-wise, I just think it's, You know, it's one more year of that core not being able to push the pace and make it to that next level. So I think there's too much of veteran leadership in the Boston locker room for guys that have been there to uh, put pressure on themselves because they know because they've been there. The Toronto team is a bunch of young guys that aren't quite sure how to deal with everything, and there there will be pressure, and some of it will be brought on by themselves. Uh, and the other stuff, of course, is obviously how the media is going to handle this in the next two days and influence some of their psyche.
0: Why do you think there hasn't been a home ice advantage? You know, both teams, it's been three games in Toronto, three games in Boston, and the road team is 2-1, and one, uh, or I guess I should say 4-2, and two, really. Why, why do you think that is? You know,
1: I actually credit the Bruins for some of the wins, and I also want to take some credit away from the Bruins for some of the losses. I just think that if you, I like Boston out of the hop of this one for so many reasons, for the way they finish the season, um, to the way their young guys get it, to the style of hockey they can play. And I think most people kind of did. And I think what's been um, a little hard to predict with this, because there's been no momentum, as, as you've mentioned, but the, the issue is when Boston decides to dictate the pace of the game and, and play their style, they win those games. The games where they haven't played the way that they're capable of playing, they've lost those games. Uh, so, you know, much the, they lost them on Montreal. But Boston finds themselves down the game. Well, they go back and play their style. They win that one. Game three comes around, and they're just kind of – they don't play their style. And let's Toronto win the game. Um, th- there's just been too many moments of uh, Boston not being consistent with the way they play. And you give those guys in Toronto a lot of space and a lot of opportunity, they're going to make you pay. And I think that's been the difference – in this series, when Boston wants to dominate and play that energetic shutdown kind of punch in your face type of hockey, they win those games.
0: Got to hope tomorrow night they bring that to the table. Uh, former Boston Bruins fan favorite, PJ Stock, is on the line with us. Do I give the Bruins credit or the Leafs blame for the Boston Bruins power play that is clicking along at 43.8% in this series so far?
1: I know. It's crazy. 7 for 16. I mean, I think you have to give. Uh, a little bit of both uh, both ways. You're getting some lucky bounces as well. Uh, I think what the one thing Toronto can't do is take penalties like they took last game anyways. Just penalties that hurt you. Just give you life. And, and I thought the one thing that has been great for Boston is the way they've been able to control it and just take their time. Like, just there. It, it is fun to watch. I, there's a few power players that I love to watch in the league. Obviously, Tampa and Washington and, and Winnipeg. But... Boston's a little bit along those lines, but they just have it so... There's like a little bit of a... They don't have the old Betchkin, you know. They don't They don't have the the lead. They, they just do it, and they do it so well. They move the puck. There's, they don't care who scores. It just moves around, and, and the goals they got yesterday were, you know, a tad lucky little shot off a shin pad, and another one kind of a big rebound, but the way they move it, they move it across the box, um, from behind the net to up the sides, and anyone can shoot at any time, it's, it's fun to watch. It's going to be, I mean, it's, that is, that's how Boston has to come out in the next game and just push the pace as early as they possibly can. Hopefully, if they don't get a goal there, they at least create some nervousness on Toronto and hopefully lead them to a penalty. And then they get your big boys out there, Marshall, Bergeron, they get to feel a little bit more space on the ice. They get to get their confidence going, and that's what happens. Marchand gets a goal early. He's, he's got his swagger. Guess who gets the, the nail in the coffin yesterday? So those guys need to get their space. Flip side, they can't let Toronto get any of it either.
0: Going into the series, who did you think was the best player? And then through six games, who do you think has played the best? Well,
1: that's a good question. Um, first of all, it's hard for me to ever say anything against Patrice Bergeron because I just think she's all world, mm-hmm. uh, on the ice, off the ice, everything. Um, you know what? I, I'll give you a little bit off the map, but I think McAvoy for me has been just so much fun to watch. You know he's he played nine nineteen in the third period yesterday, which is ridiculous. Uh, that's you know half the period he's on the ice. And, you know Big Z's been out there as well, but I think McAvoy has been probably for me the most in, in impressive. Uh, considering they're, you know some of the younger guys on the Bruins are helping pushing the pace. Uh, he's been great, and Toronto. You know they're they're a young team and they have to learn how to win. Uh, they have a lot of young guys that love to play the offensive side of things. They're learning uh, about playing the other side of it as well. I think John Tavares, even though he hasn't been scoring a ton of goals, I think he's been real good. I think he's been real good. He's going up a lot often against the big line, uh, and has been doing a pretty good job. Uh, but if I had to pick someone... When Boston plays their game, McAvoy, Brendan Carlo was great again yesterday. Um, DeBrusque, for me, you know, that's crazy and DeBrusque 2-on-2 two two yesterday. You do 10 million times during the year. It never works out, but you do it in practice every day for that one chance that you got yesterday, and they put it in the back of the net. I was just, I've just i done that drill, the 2-on-2 two two regroup and drive the net, you know, I don't know how many times since Peely, and it was just work to perfection yesterday. So I'm going to put a little DeBrusque on that list as well.
0: I was going to bring him up next. Louis DeBrusque made his living in the National Hockey League more the way you made your living in the NHL. But Jake is obviously not Louis. Uh, he is a guy who I think the Bruins think will be a 30-goal scorer at some point in his career. When he's going, David Krejci's going, The whole then they have a legitimate second line going, then they look like a different team.
1: By Louis and my style, you mean misused offensive weapons.
0: That's uh, what I meant. Correct. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. should have been used on the power play more than you were. That sort of thing.
1: Okay, yeah, totally. And they're giving Jake the opportunity, so that, I, I totally see it. Yes, coaching's changed, uh, but the I, I think he's a great player that you can put up and down the lineup anywhere. And the one thing why he is successful and why he I, I like him throughout this series is he's the what he's been constant. You know what you're getting from him, and, and that's why. There's moments where Krejci kind of falls in and out of moments in the game, uh, and that happens often with uh, offensive players. But if you have that guy that's always just pushing the pace, pushing the defense back, you know, finishing your check, which creates space for Krejci, even though when he's not having his best day. But now, look, oh, he has space. Now the puck's on his stick a little bit more. And then he'll kind of, he will kind of gets going as the game's going on. I, I, I just, you could put... Uh, DeBrusque, anywhere in the lineup, and you know what you're going to get, and he's going to have an unbelievable career because he has that a little bit of that nastiness to his game, and he also has that offensive stuff, and then he has the the drive, and uh, you you win with players like that.
0: Now, in every city, I'm sure the goalie is pretty polarizing. Here, he definitely is. You know, we we talk to people every day. Some say they'll never win the cup with Tuukka Rask. Others say Tuukka Rask is you know a top five goalie. Where where do you come down on Tuka?
1: I compare him to other goalies in the National Hockey League, and when I see him make some of his saves at times, there's other ones that make it because they're bigger. Uh, the puck just hits them uh, because of their size, maybe their positioning. Um, so when everything that we do is by comparables. So when you say, you know, where do you compare Tuca, it's hard. Uh, to He's not the biggest. Uh, there's a couple, you know, I think it was, just before the playoffs, uh, I think it might have been the last weekend, and there was a goal that just he led in from the blue line. It was a wrist shot. It was kind of a player skating left to right, an innocent wrist shot that just beat him glove side. Now, I know he's mentally he's not there because the team's kind of already in, it's set, but it was just one of those moments that you're, adds to the questionability of, of, about him. Um, when he's on, he's on. It's like anybody else. The only problem is with a goalie, if he's off by an inch, that day, it's 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 a big difference because he doesn't have the size of a of a bishop of a Vasilevsky as a Carey Price. Um,
0: so it sounds it hard. sounds like you don't trust him.
1: I don't want to say I don't trust him because that's not fair. Uh, because
0: no, well, we're on it, the radio. You can say whatever you want. That's fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. It's Easter weekend. I'm trying to be as nice as I possibly can. Uh, you know what? I, he's not as convincing as other goalies. Yeah. About that. Okay. I, if, if if I'm going to pick guys, he's he's on my list, but not near the top.
0: So, what do you think happens tomorrow night here at the Garden in Game Seven?
1: Well, again, they use you know big big Z played almost nine minutes in that third period. It's a back to back game. You look at the way this has gone: one, two, three, four, five, six. It's been no momentum, no one carrying back to back wins. Um, I'll give you two things: that this is one of those days where the Bruins just sit down and say, you know, you take a Jake DeBrusque. The first five minutes, uh, first eight minutes, you know, Sean Crowley, great to have him back in lineup. He's exactly what the team kind of needs. I, I play those guys, you know, obviously the big line, um, but I get my energy guys out early, and I get that building rocking, uh, and, and that's, you have to, there's a lot of young guys on that trauma team that have been in this position before. They lost last year in seven. I think Bruins scored four and answered. The last two times they've had, Uh, this series has gone seven, the Bruins have won both. Why? They've lost them both in the TD Garden, or the Bruins rink, whatever name keeps changing on me. Yeah, so so why you play all year to get that home ice advantage. Well, they got it again. And why do you play it? Because your fans get into it. Now, if they come out and kind of try and be cutesy and stuff, Toronto's right in the game. You can't try and play Toronto's game. Play your game and then you dictate the pace, dictate the physicality, and then it's yours. I, I'd just be, I'd be rolling DeBrusque. I'd be rolling Corral. I'd be rolling the guys that are energy, that can get the building just rocking, and then you just kind of go
0: from there. PJ, I always appreciate talking hockey with you. Thanks for taking a few minutes. I hope we get a chance to do it again soon.
1: Awesome, guys. Good luck, boys.